welcome to the Future Proof Games Update Podcast. This is a new little thing we're trying where we chat about stuff we've been working on for the last month um, and any sort of exciting upcoming stuff we're planning. So you introduce yourself. I'm Gregory Avery Weir. And I'm Melissa Avery Weir. So this month, uh, I guess our primary new work project has been rosette diceless yeah it's the role-playing game system we've been working on for feels like forever now Uh, possibly literally forever (laughs) but we're we're getting pretty close to the end we've been doing a lot Mm -hmm. of like formatting stuff on it it's going to be a physical book as well as a pdf right so we've been doing you know anything from typesetting with like margins and ornaments like stuff and curly cues in the corner and stuff like yeah. that um changing fonts up we've got a blog post about some of this stuff um hooking it up so that like when it says see this section it is a link in the pdf to the other section making right. the index generate exactly like if you think about the the technicalities of that it's like if you're writing something in a word document you can say see page 49 but you write two more paragraphs and that's suddenly page 50, right? Yeah. So like making all that sort of automated. Um, it's been fun. I'm ready for it to be done. Yeah. It's like we've actually written virtually all of the text now. Yeah. There might be a tweak or two left. Yep. Um, we've done all our testing. So it's just a matter of like getting it polished and getting it the right shape and the right length. Right. Um, there's like the stuff where to print in the form factor we're printing, the number of pages needs to, is best if it's divisible by six. So, speaking of not knowing how many pages you've got, like, you look at it now, it's like, oh, it's 67 pages, and then you're like, well, I need to be 72, and then, yeah. right, so you're like, what do I put in here with <laughs> blank pages, uh, stuff like that. So that's that's weird. Um, it To me, it's felt like every time we get really close to being done, where we're like, oh, we literally only have two more tasks, we, like, decide to change fonts, or to t- change technology, mm-hmm. or oh, hey, something came up in playtesting. Let's change a rule. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're done with that at this point. We can just call it 1.0. Um, I, the, the, the notes I have from today's testing session are like a trailing comma that's on the next line when it shouldn't be. Oh, good. And like, hey, we should add a sentence here making this more clear. Every time we add a sentence, I feel like we need to go back to an editor to make sure we're consistent, but we can't. We like, yeah. we literally can't. So We'll just be real careful. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, another big thing for us this past month has been GDPR. It's not exciting, but necessary. It's, there's a, there's it was a, thrilling. <laughs> yeah. So there's a new law that, well, not a new law. There's no. a law that came into effect yes. in Europe um, as part of the, the, the EU, I think, passed it. Yeah. Plus um, uh, Sweden, who doesn't ever <laughs> really want to, it doesn't, it wants to be EU adjacent, if I'm remembering correctly. Okay. Um, might be Switzerland, one of the S countries. But, you know, every single company sent out a thing saying, we updated our privacy policy. Um, we had to join the bunch. <laughs> yep. Uh, but it's, there's, our privacy policy was actually pretty darn close to what they required because, yes. you know, we're, we try to be ethical. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, there were a few things like, you have to say that if someone wants their information deleted, that how they can contact you for it. Exactly. And there were a few things where... Um, we should have been deleting records after a certain, or we said we would delete records mm-hmm. after a certain amount of time, and it turns out our system wasn't quite set up for that. Yeah, we thought it was doing it automatically, and then right. we went, oh, no, it just said that it did it Yeah, and wasn't the, doing it. the discourse forum in particular, I'll call them out, had this privacy policy they were shipping with the software, and the software didn't support the yeah. feature. And so... 
I mean, oops, but like, that's not cool. Yeah. Um, and so like, it's one of those things where I learned that the way Microsoft treats this, their whole GDPR stance is that it depends on where the data is at rest. Mm -hmm. So when you look at running things in the cloud, you say what users have data at rest in particular systems. And so you segment based on that or... Yeah, but that's or... that's not something that we're kind of equipped to do. We don't have the resources for it. Exactly. And like the information that we're keeping is so not sensitive. Right. Like we're... it is technically a thing for the GDPR and we care about it. But, you know, it's like the IP addresses of people who visit our website. Right. Which, which... We, we're anonymizing after a certain point. Yeah, like, and it's... it's... We're, doing our, we're doing our due diligence, I think. Yeah, and it's important for to be considerate of that stuff right. but the risk of that you know gets gets out somehow is right. minimal right um so i think we did our part but it was for me it was really stressful because it's like i want to protect consumers yeah um and we don't do a whole lot people, oh, people. like <laughs> right yes. human beings yes fuck capitalism um we want to help people but like i didn't want to mess it up yeah. i didn't want to like end up being one of those data breaches that people yeah. even have to care and about. And you kind of right? get the feeling that, like, if you mess one thing up, that, like, people will go after you for it. And that's yeah. probably, like, there's no no reason why we would be anywhere close to the top of the list of anyone I mean, to we, go after for GDPR. We know stuff. who was. Cause, like, yeah, yeah, because they got sued the day of Google got sued. Facebook, and Google. Facebook. I think at least those two. Yeah. Uh, like, at, like, midnight 01 gmt <laughs> yeah because this this was coming for years right, right? For, yeah. you know for us we had a little enough work that we could put it off right facebook probably has been working for years and still probably it's... didn't get everything done right and the question of what everything is like what is a legitimate business interest like it's it's vague um i think if like the two of us can look at that and do a pretty good faith like because we are interested in not storing too much data yeah if we say what, what do we have a business interest to we're going to remove things yeah. facebook is going to be like but our ads help us be a business yeah right so yeah that was uh it was it wasn't crunch time but it was definitely a very concentrated effort <laughs> yeah it was like we need to get this done by this date and we, we worked pretty consistently i don't know that we were down to the wire really i think we got one more thing <laughs> yeah but i think it's it's not that's not pressing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you were doing some some very cool stuff in sort of uh, the DevOps I was. area. So DevOps is like using software and automated systems to help the operations of your software company. So like exactly. getting, you know, automated builds and stuff like that. Right. So like if you're working on a game and you're, you normally use Windows Unity for that, um, instead of having to necessarily log into your Mac and pull the code down and open up Unity there and oh wait no it's time for a Unity update and then <laughs> yeah. and then build it and export it and all this stuff. You could like write this will sound incredibly trivial, write a script that logs onto your Mac and does all that for you. Yeah. I mean it's it is more complicated it's than that. Significantly more complicated. But yeah. And I love DevOps. Um there's a trade off, right? Like how much time do you put into automation and how much time will that save you? Um and I'm bad at it as of yet like I'm, i still feel very you're, new you're still learning i'm still learning i think you're pretty darn good at it uh but i've been using we've been using a system called jenkins which is a build system uh for websites or whatever yeah, anything you can code that you can have compile somewhere or deploy somewhere if you're a developer and you use travis or circle or uh t 
Team City. Same yeah, sort of thing. Same sort of thing. Or TFS. Yeah. Um, and I've been using it forever. Like, a very long time. Yeah, the list of projects just in our app is like it's some mostly stuff my from projects a yeah. decade or two ago. Yeah, um, it's it's something that like I've been running and I share with Future Proof Games because yeah. why have Future Proof Games spin up its own thing? Um, and so they did like a major version release like eight years ago <laughs> <laughs> that I just I mean I upgraded certainly and got all the perks of having a new secure system and all that, but I did not take advantage of all the new features because I would have to have re-implemented things um, and those new features have gotten even better over that <laughs> over that decade of sitting around uh so anyway i decided to sort of experiment with like okay so let's take let's take exploit zero day the main site not the forums and convert it into this uh, much more transparent way of deploying so instead of like we write this script in python and we sit and look at the console and watch the code go by and hope it's not going to break and things like this this lays it out in a very clear step-by-step uh, sort of pipeline, literally you called can see pipeline. Whether or not each step succeeded, right, and see logs related to just that step instead of everything. Um, so it looks really cool, <laughs> but deployment stuff is always so damn finicky. It's one of those things that, like software code, ostensibly you could write code tests for. Yeah, and you could probably do this in, in Jenkins. I don't know, but you find yourself like, okay, I'm going to deploy. I'm going to put the files in this place and the site will run. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, oops, I forgot a file. <laughs> I got to yeah. run the whole thing over again. <laughs> like you're just running this whole, and for us, like that site takes like five or six minutes to deploy. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a little longer sometimes. If we, if we spent more on the machines doing this stuff, then, then it would go faster. But, but we're already paying yeah. 15, 20 bucks a month. For just that, which doesn't sound like a lot, but when you say, like, and we have 10 other sites we're running, yeah. um, that kind of stacks up. So uh, that was an endeavor that was like, okay, the first the first time I do this, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take six hours because I don't know what I'm doing. Or I've mm-hmm. done a simple case, but I haven't accounted for all the stuff on how our sites run. And then that's one of those things that because it takes a long time to test and because it kind of trickles on, it took it took like three weeks but was only like eight to ten hours yeah because you were working on it a bit at a time yeah both little... got day jobs exactly yeah so it was evenings and weekends and gdpr and mm-hmm. diceless and this is why we don't generally do multiple projects at once anymore yeah um, but it was really fun and really rewarding and it's done and now i get to kind of find a way to a good way to share that code so that we don't have to duplicate as much and, and i think it will save us time it will for yeah. sure um, especially diagnosing issues and stuff like that. So, Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So this upcoming month, we want to finish Diceless. Um, it is, uh, as we said, so damn close. Um, and then, I mean, at that point, like, we're kind of looking back at Exploit Zero Day, right? Yeah, we've got some, some story to continue on with. Um, yep. We might... Uh, we're working on sort of our press kit tech. Um, yeah. Where we kind of have, here's some quotes that journalists can use and some screenshots and the list of our games. Um, yeah, so we use we use Rami Ismail's uh, press kit, or do press kit, parentheses at the end, like a, like a function. Um, and 
it's a cool system, but it hasn't been updated in years at this mm-hmm. point. It's written in PHP, which mm-hmm. is not a tech we use anymore. Yeah, it's kind of ancient. It's an old-fashioned way of, of right. developing. Um, and it's, I mean, it's a super cool thing, and we've, we've, we really appreciate him for writing that. Um, but we want something a little more integrated with our system. Um, so we use Django, Python. Um, so we're building this out, and we'll open source it as well. Hopefully. If, if it if it works if it works um so keeping the same sort of data structures as as he's using um as, as they're using i think there's several people that yeah. work on it um and sort of just offering that as an alternative completely free and all that um if it comes out okay mm-hmm. um so that's exciting but that's something that we're keeping pretty low key like I'd, yeah we're working on it gradually yeah like a task or two per sprint so that it doesn't take over our project work yeah but headless swarm will be the big thing we're still signing people up to the newsletter if you want to check out the game um we've got a season of free story yep and then we've got this headless swarm is is paid story if you like Mm -hmm. it already and we send out once a month once mm-hmm. every two months, uh, it'll probably be once a month. Once a month here for a while, um, we send out alpha keys for yeah. like sign up to the newsletter, get a little bit of news, get free access. Um, we basically just stage it so that we know that people are signing on at a certain time, so that we can kind of focus on and handle any issues that folks run into. Exactly, um, but it's—I mean—we still have a few hundred players. Uh... So that's that's really cool. That's yeah. really rewarding, um, and I'm I'll be interested to see what it feels like to get back to that kind of writing yeah. that we were doing. We were we struggled a lot with productivity on that before, so that'll be an update for next month. Yeah. So you can, as usual, find our stuff at futureproofgames.com. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter at playfutureproof, and on Facebook as futureproofgames. Let us know what you think of this format for uh, updates. Uh, Leave us a comment or find us on social media. Our theme music is Juparo, which I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced, uh, by Broke for Free, which is available under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license.